Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A Silly Dude production. Welcome back to your favourite podcast. They talk a good game. Another week of footy that happened and we're going to talk all about it. And I'm Lockie. I'm one of your co-hosts. And Harvey is the other one. Hello, Harvey. Hello, hello. Happy weekend. Weekend's greetings. Hello. Yes. Another another thrilling round of NRL football as finals looms. Um, it approaches. The ladder is sorting itself out it is. The top eight race is heating up and even the top four race. It's heating yeah. up. It's heating up. And yeah, the top four race, sort of, uh, I think. I think the only thing that's decided is wooden spoon, isn't it? The wooden wooden spoon is decided and... Bulldogs yep. adrift by six points. Mm-hmm. Only yeah. got the, the two wins and, and they're by. Could be mm. ever reliable by. The wooden spoon is points. decided, and I would also suggest that sixth place has been decided. I would Ooh, suggest okay. that. I would suggest I'd agree. sixth place. Congratulations to, of course, the Parramatta Eels who <laughs> look to have locked <laughs> down that number six position as they They've drift really away drifted. from their third place at one point in the year and now look to really make that number six spot their own this year. Yeah, well done I to think them. they... <laughs> They were on a momentum shift downwards for the last few weeks anyway, but yes. I think the game against Manly showed how much they miss Reed Marnie. Yes. He, he tied up their middle and gave a lot of like clean ball out from dummy half and the amount of silly mistakes, like just drop balls, um, which, yeah, it's a bit of pressure. It's a bit of wet conditions, but I think a lot of it comes down to poor um, passing out of dummy half. So he's been a big loss for them. Yeah, no, they've they've just um, they've they seem to have accepted their fate as a team a little bit uh, with their yeah. current form and you know they not a huge loss against the Seagulls, not what they would have been looking for. I guess at the moment, I would encourage them to let the rest of the season happen, try and get some confidence back, and prepare for the first week of the finals, where, in my opinion, they will be taking on the Newcastle Knights. 
who I think will be finishing yeah. seventh at this point now. They've had um, a great game up against the Sharks, a real real nail biter. Mm. Um, well, they looked out of it two, at one point. Yeah, two closely matched teams, and it meant a lot to both of them. So, the two points for the Knights helps massively. Yeah, um, and of course your your Tigers getting up on the weekend. Oh yeah, you know, a, a as expected. Feat. As expected, two wins in a row. Um, you know, yeah, as per usual. That's a winning streak. It, that's a winning streak. Yeah, <laughs> you know, well, we're good against. <laughs> well, teams are you going to get the below, hat trick? We're good against teams that are below us on the ladder, so it'll be impressive. And who have you got this week? We got, you got the, the sharks. sharks who are above us on the ladder. So. Wow. There goes that dream. Wow. But, um, You're actually tied on points. Yeah. It's just point difference. Our point difference is pretty awful. So that's... You're, really... you're, you're two points off the eight. We'd, no, this no. This remarkable. Yeah. Oh, we'd be talking about us in that in that top eight battle if we didn't let so many teams thrash us. One thing I will <laughs> say about the Tigers v. Cowboys game, it was both sides had benches that were like, I reckon between the two benches, there was so few NRL games between those two benches. You had... Tuki Simpkins for the Tigers. You had um, Kelma Tuolangi, who also got over and scored his first ever NRL try. So well done. And also another player who got his first ever NRL try was Jeremiah Nanai for the Cowboys, who also happens to follow us on Instagram. So well done, Jeremiah. I, oh, congratulations. You know, I don't know if you're a listening member of the followers. I, that's you know, There's a huge huge part of our Instagram following that aren't necessarily podcast listeners every week. But, Jeremiah, mm-hmm. if you are one of those, well done. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. 100% congratulations. So proud to have a member of our podcast community scoring NRL tries. It's, you know, as, as we grow. Oh, it's as great podcast. to see. Yeah. Hopefully you get a hat trick next weekend and we can give you another shout out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's a case of both teams sort of looking to the future, giving those opportunities to those less experienced players and I think it's the right call. Um and for the Tigers, it certainly worked on the scoreboard. Yeah. Two um, two big two big storylines I want to quickly touch on out of the weekend. One Go for it. Tom Trebojevic has gotten an injury. He'll be out for a couple of weeks at least. Yeah, can Manly, you know, in the in the battle for the top four, and even even for fifth spot, you know, trying to hold off the Eels, can they can they keep up the form without him? Um, I'd like to say yes. I like to think that obviously at the start of the year we really struggled without him, but mm. I think the momentum that he's brought in through the middle of the season and the confidence that he's brought to the rest of the side should carry us through the next couple of games. Um, we have the Raiders up next who are always tough, but they haven't been at their best this year. Yeah. I think Ruben Garrick has He'll go to fullback come won't he? along, yeah, leaps and yes. bounds and really um impressed this year. Mm. Um when he's been given that chance. Obviously we started well not necessarily obviously, but we started with Dylan Walker at fullback for rounds one, two and three. Um and that clearly wasn't the the best fix. Um and Dylan's been playing in the middle, so I'd actually expect Dylan to go to centre, Parker if he's fit, which looks less likely going out to the wing, mm. and Garrick to fullback. Um, mm. But long story short, I think we can cover it, and I think if we want to be in top four, we're going to have to keep the winning streak going. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. My yeah. next, my next little thing I want to touch on was just as just as Trebojevic 
looks set to miss a couple of weeks. A, another superstar player returned this week. It was Nathan Cleary for the Panthers, and immediately they just looked they looked like the Panthers of 2021, as opposed to you know the the, the team that they have been this year. He's now back in the team. Is this exactly the momentum boost they needed heading into finals? Yeah, totally. I think so. Um, you, you touched on it makes them a much better side having him in the team. Everybody knows that. Um, but to have such an instant impact on the side and not just on the scoreboard or getting the results, but the way that they play as well. Um, mm. It feels like all their processes and their structure fits together better when he's in the side commanding things. So yeah, they're, they're the, they're the biggest threat to the storm. Um, I think most people would want to see a storm Penrith grand final. There are a couple of smoky teams like Rabbitohs, maybe um, Manly as well that could yeah. get in there and, and contest. But I think storm and Penrith have been clearly the top two sides this year. And yeah. with think, Nathan back, it evens it up. I think in order for the grand final to be the best possible product, I think the the non-biased fan would hope for a Storm v Panthers grand final. Not to suggest That's right. not to suggest that Rabbitohs and Manly and stuff can cause some upsets throughout finals and et cetera. But I think, you know, if we're looking for the best quality game, a, a Storm v Panthers grand final would be very good viewing. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I think that's the game everybody wants and hopefully that's the game we get. Yes. Now, shall we turn our attention to the fantasy champions for this week? Absolutely, yeah. So okay, who we got? Fantasy, a clear-cut winner, 1,048 points. Tommy's Guns, coached by Tommy D. Congratulations with Tommy, again. With Tommy Turbo as captain, so it's a Tommy Tommy triple. Well done. A Tommy triple, Tommy love it. it. I love it. <laughs> um, and tipping... Lots of people getting full marks, 10 out of 10. We've been asking you to lift your game and you've responded. And well done, thank everyone. For, but we Thank you for finally <laughs> taking our advice. Yeah, yeah, of getting more tips right. Um, Seems and- simple enough, but, you know, yeah, finally it's sunk <laughs> in and you've gotten some tips right. Um, so, so many got full marks that we're only going to read out our two that tied with the smallest margin, mm. and that was Alex. 333, coached by Alex Jones and Maddie Pryor, coached by Matt Go. Well done. Well Again, done. 10 points on the ladder, getting eight out of eight over the weekend, margin of two. Congratulations. Surprising thing to me about all of these full full marks this week is that that many people tipped the Tigers to go back to back. It just baffles me because yeah. we don't do that. But there you go. Yeah, it, it I just didn't. shows the Cowboys, the Cowboys. It just shows that the Cowboys are going that much worse. You know, they're they're in an even more dire situation. They are so struggling. They now are that, struggling. Now that fantasy and tipping are out of the way, Harvey, it's time for something I'm very excited about. I think if mm. if you're a loyal listener of the show, you know exactly what we're talking about right now. Take Harvey, take it away. Isaac Clue coming Isaac, in. Isaac Clue. Here, um, we go. Here we go. There are a number of clues I'm gonna give at the end of each segment. Moving forward, Lockie's turn to guess this week. Yeah. And my clues are Slightly more abstract okay. than what I went with in the first round. So hopefully by the end of it, it paints a clear picture okay. and you're able to get get it. But I'd be surprised if you could get it off the first couple. So I'm ready. there's a challenge for you. I'm ready for the first one. First, Isaac Clute. This player has scored one try this year 
of their 40 career tries. <laughs> and I've got to have a guess off the top of my head based on that. 40 career so. tries, one try this year. This this suggests to me a forward and it suggests to me a front rower. But 40 tries for a front rower suggests a career that has spanned, you know, quite a long time and to only score one this year. Um, I'm going to go with James Tamo. It's incorrect. Okay. All right. And we move on. We move on to the Need next. Need another Isaac Clue. Here we go. The bold, the basic, and the brilliant. Woohoo! Everybody's favourite segment where we look back at the week that was and our brilliant players from the round. We look at our predictions, whether we are truth tellers, we can see the future. And truth tellers. Of course, <laughs> that's, that's what I said, right? That's the thing. Fortune tellers. Fortune tellers. That's what I meant. Yeah. Um, and of course, we look forward to the week ahead and see whether we will truth tell or fortune tell <laughs> the the week that's about to occur. Yeah. So, without further ado, shall we get into our brilliant player of the round? Hundred uh, percent. Should we? Yeah. Um, or we could see if we got our predictions right last week. Okay. Let's start there. Okay, good good idea. <laughs> generally, what we do, isn't it? It is, yeah, but who remembers week on week what the format is? Um, <laughs> how did you go then Not with us. your basic prediction? Uh, my basic prediction was that Josh Carr was going to score a try for Melbourne against the Raiders, and he did not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He did not. That's a shame. Yeah. Um, I had uh, Manly to beat the Eels by 20, and of course, of course, of course. never in doubt. But you said um, by 20, did you say by at least 20, did you say by 20? I've got by 20 written down, so I probably meant by <laughs> at wrong. least 20, but <laughs> <laughs> fine. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> um, That's a shame. Tell you what was wrong, yeah. my uh, well, well, I know what was wrong, your basic prediction, <laughs> right, go on. What else was wrong? <laughs> My other wrong prediction was 500 round points combined across all matches. Have we done the maths? Um, Do we know how close you got? I did the, the maths after about five or six games. It's probably in less and than 250, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was, it was very, very little right. Not compared to the big number that is 500. A lot of points. A lot of points. I just thought that in the bold section, I'd go really bold. Yeah. Turns out. You can go too bold where yeah, it's, it's not even it like does, it doesn't so even have a chance. You can go happening. ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, my bold prediction, as it was the week before, was that every team whose mascot its name came later in alphabetical <laughs> order would win. And I was let down by the Rabbitohs and Titans, where the Rabbitohs beat the Titans, and the Knights and Sharks, when Knights beat the Sharks. But all other games, I was 100% correct. So six out of eight. <laughs> six, but I was wrong overall. Out of eight, 100%. <laughs> exactly. I was 100% correct with all the ones that I didn't get wrong. So, oh, perfect. Okay. Now we can do Now we can do the bit you wanted to do at the start of the segment. See oh, how good. things so work when there's an order? A due, and now we're now, on to... Now with that... With, <laughs> Having had that further ado, let's let's move on. Let's do the process. Okay. Ready? Yes. Three, two, one. Ruben Walker. Yeah, cool. Why Cody? Give me a bit of... Because he was... 
because Rabbitohs beat the Titans really good and he got three try assists and he was electric and he's in great form at the moment. And the story was no different on Saturday night. Saturday yeah, day, no, I, I should say. Saturday day, yeah. Saturday I, I can't day. argue. He's been really good all year, really. Yeah. Um, okay. And Ruben Garrick, what made, you, yeah. what made you choose him? Um, he got a hat-trick, kicked really well again, five That's line nice. breaks. Um, yeah, he's just, he's lethal. He's turned into such a gun player for us. Um, I know I keep picking manly boys, but if we win against, you know, top six sides, 56 to 10, how can I avoid picking them? Um, That's it. That's maybe, it. Maybe maybe next year you'll have this this pressure of picking players from your team. Well, it seems. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's about time. <laughs> it's about time. Yeah, oh, um, no. that'll be interesting. One, put that up on the Instagram. Everybody can get involved. No, and I think I will. Take that. <laughs> I think I will for a change this week. Let's see what the fans have to say for once. All right. Oh, good, good. Okay. Um, and what about our predictions for this week? Have you got some? Oh, no. No, I do. <laughs> no, I do. Okay. Just thought I'd joke around for a bit there. No, I do. My basic prediction is that the Newcastle Knights will defeat the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs by 20 plus. See what I've done there? 20 wow. plus, not 20. 20 plus. I've yeah, given okay. myself room to move. I like it. Bulldogs, obviously, wooden spooners this Bulldogs year. Are pretty much Knights done for the year. Fighting for the eight. The Knights are on a momentum hit, and they've, for the first time ever, got their. Like last week was like the first time their first choice 13 were all on the field to start a game, which is pretty crazy. So they're hitting, they're yeah. hitting momentum at the right time. Still only beat the Sharks by two. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hopefully they'll they'll build off that. Um, yeah. and Sharks are desperate for the top eight as well, and they you know they've always had a bit of form this year. Yeah, so, no, totally. Yeah, twenty plus. What's your basic? I've reason? gone for. I'm just going to dig my heel into the to the eels and say they're going to lose again this weekend Ooh. up against the Cowboys. Wow, so it's this not a very basic their, prediction. Um, no, but I that's that's how much I think. Pen, uh, not Penrith, Parramatta are struggling at the moment mm. um, with Reed Marnie out and obviously their form going down the drain. And Cowboys, they're gonna they're gonna see a vulnerable side here. You know, they want to get yeah. something going for the back end of the year. That's true. They don't want to finish with a, a losing streak in the double digits, which I think they're getting pretty close to. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. So there's yeah. a chance that maybe the Eels underrate them as well and, and there's a bit of an ambush. Either way, I think, I think yeah, it's a, there's a chance for the Cowboys to get up. So just win by any amount. I'm not, yeah, not nice. putting a, a margin on there. Cool. Um, and what's your bold prediction for this week? Well, bold, I, I've singled out Rabbitohs versus Penrith, game of the round in my opinion. Uh, and I think that, that these sides are just going to set up defensively. They're going to want to have, you know, they're both going to take it as a test of their defense going into finals. Two mm. very good attacking sides, but I think there'll be less than twenty-five match points. Okay, across the game, yeah, combined okay. twenty-five or less. I'm looking like a. See, I feel like I feel like eighteen this, six or something. I feel like, like this prediction is more basic than your basic prediction. You know what I'm I'll saying? I'll swap them. <laughs> Either way, it's Can two predictions. Yeah, sure. 
<laughs> yeah, well, who cares? Who cares? Just two predictions each week. Who cares? Uh, it doesn't matter if we get them right. Okay, we can literally say whatever we want. Well, yeah, I've got a, a bold basic and a basic bold. Yeah. Cool. What is your, your bold? How my, bold have you got? My bold is also based around the Panthers v. Rabbitohs game. <laughs> but yeah. it's uh, it's... Not only a meeting of two great sides, a meeting of two great goal kickers, Nathan Cleary and Adam Reynolds. And I think that every goal, whether it's a penalty goal or try conversion, will be kicked successfully in this match. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's very creative as well. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, hope it, I hope it comes true for you. Thank you. I hope it comes Then you'll true. be a truth teller. <laughs> I'll be a truth teller. <laughs> Well, I hope you're a truth teller as well. Good luck. Oh, I think this week we've got a shot at getting all four of our predictions right. That's all I'm going to say. You know, I, I'd say that every week we've had a shot. Maybe apart from Except last week your 500, like 500 point prediction. Yeah, no. Um, but this week I really, I really have a good feeling. So tune into episode 28 so you can see if we did it, if we got it right. Yes, please. Now, oh. We're at the end of this segment. Yes, so I almost forgot. Second Isaac clue okay. incoming. So, like, remind uh, me of player, the first clue. Yes, of course. This player has scored one try this year, and that is one of their 40 career tries. Okay. And your second Isaac clue yeah. is that this player debuted at 18 years old. <laughs> Please. <laughs> so maybe, maybe you're starting to piece together the Isaac clues. I still think I st- I've just the issue is I have no idea what team they play for, so it's like they could be anyone. Yeah, uh, well, that's that's what I based my Isaac clues off in the first one. week of this segment, and I've I've taken a a shift. I, I do hope, but by the end, this does paint a, a vivid picture, but it's meant to be a slow reveal. Yeah, no, I like it. All right, got, um, got blurry, blurry eyes. They've scored the one try out of their forty career tries this year. Debuted at age 18. You know what I'm going to go for? Who are you going to go for? Victor Radley. Not true. <sighs> Good guess. Thanks. Yeah, I thought I thought he's debuted. He would have debuted around. He was pretty young when he debuted. And he's, was he young or was he just small? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He, he's always had a young looking <laughs> face. He could have been. Well, that's it. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I thought you know, I, I you don't see him score that many tries, and he could have scored one this year. And 40, 40 might actually even be a bit much for him. He's had a pretty young career. Anyway, we move on. We move on. We move on. Not James Tamo. Not Victor Radley. Here we go. Well, it's time for a long-awaited return of a fan-favorite segment. It's been weeks, many, many weeks since we've done this. That's right. It's Coach Wars. How exciting. I love Coach Wars. Very, very exciting. It's the segment where we each pick a category. Like, for example, we started this segment doing under-23s versus over-30s. We've done tall players v. short players, etc. This week, we're picking by position. But we're not just going to do something standard like forwards v backs or spine v not spine, etc. We're going Although to. Although those are great ideas. Those are great ideas. <laughs> Don't rule them out appearing but- in the podcast in future. <laughs> <laughs> what we're going to do is um, we're going to have a little game. We're going to play the favorite game, Name of Oregon, and decide who gets to go first in. So it's like a draft that leads into Coach Wars. 
So exciting. whoever gets to pick first gets to pick a position. So, for example, they might go, I want all the fullbacks, et cetera. And then that player now gets to choose fullbacks in there. T- and then we go back and forth and eventually we have all the positions. Um, Divided not, up between we're, us. We're not including interchange players, are we? I guess like. No, whatever no, position they predominantly what, play yeah, for. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, we're talking predominant position, you know? Like, there's a few players that float, but I think we should stick to... What's that? What's the main position that you'd associate that player with? Oh, I'm going to say, if there's a question mark over over it, if you're like, oh, maybe they're not really a, a prop, maybe they're a lock forward, then mm-hmm. rule them out. I want no arguments yeah. about the eligibility cool. of players. All right. All right. But before we know what criteria we're picking from, we've got to get into name of Oregon. Let's let's do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, who goes first in name of Oregon? Okay, so this well, is a, a coach won by lots, oh, or yeah. is it based off the last victory in coach you wars? Won, you won the last coach wars when it was your New South Wales seconds defeating my Queensland seconds. So okay. you, you can go well, first. Dylan Walker. Adam Reynolds. Uh, CSO Takiyaho. Oregon Kafusi. <laughs> Justin Olam. Uh, Munster. Ryan Pappenhausen. Uh, uh, no. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Oh, excellent. Oh, that was man. our best game yet. That I was our, that was by far our best game yet. And I'm not going to lie, I had R and I was just, I said Ryan and I was hoping a name would come to me and all of a sudden my favourite player came to me. I can't believe I didn't even think of him. It's pretty <laughs> ridiculous. Like It took me being like, what's a name that begins with R? Ryan. Oh, the guy that. There the you guy, go. You know, the guy, so my go-to means, man. <laughs> this means you get first pick yes. of what? Position category you would like. Ooh. All right. I'm going to take fullbacks. Okay. Um, see, I wanted fullbacks. So. <laughs> yeah, I think they're such a versatile position, so I thought. And they've got the game's biggest stars. So I'm going to go for halves. I want I want the halves. So halves counts as one position. Does it? Well, I would have or thought not. that halfback and five eight are two different positions. Okay, then change my answer to second rowers. Oh, okay. So you've decided <laughs> I've I've made you choose one and you've chosen neither. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And all right. Um well I'm gonna take um this may be a bold one, but I'm going to take. Oh, actually, am I? Oh gosh. Uh, gosh, I didn't think this part would be really difficult. I thought yeah. the next part where we have to pick the players in our team would be the hard bit. All right, I'm going to take locks. Oh, okay, sure you are. I would like the five eights. Okay. Please, am I allowed the five eights? Of course, you, of course you are. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm going to take the halfbacks. Hmm. 
So what's left? What have we got? There's wing center. Centers, wing wingers, center prop props, hooker. That's hooker. it. Wing center prop. Um, let's go for the, you know what? <laughs> what? No, I want the hookers. Okay. I want the hookers. Okay. Um, that's fine by me. I'm happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take the wingers. Hmm. Well, then all of the centers. All right. Well, then I'm left with the front rowers. That's right. That's it. That's all. That, that's all that there is. So you've got the fullbacks, locks, the halfbacks, the wingers, and the front right. rowers. Yeah. Up against my second rowers, five eights, hookers, and centers. Yeah. Is there I think any- we know who's got the edge. Yeah. Well, you, Do I get the coaches? Because got, I've only got you've four You've got the edge category. forwards. Yeah, you can have the, co- ah, yeah, you can have the coaches. <laughs> if, you, if you feel like one of them would be a better addition to your 13 than a current in, like, uh, fit NRL player, then go by all means. But you can have the okay. coaches. Wow, you really ruled that out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to, I've, I've got some thinking to do. Mike, I mean, you know, you can you stick know. them in, the, in your team. Like, you know, people on Instagram aren't give, might not have listened to the podcast and might not have the full context of... Of and they might think you've picked Ricky Stewart in his prime. You know, you never know. That's true. That's true. Let's so, hope that people don't listen to the podcast. So they think I'm not picking <laughs> players out of context. Luckily, I think I think we're in the clear there. So that's <laughs> all right. Well, let's go make our teams, and uh, we'll reconvene back here. And we're back. Hello, all. Hello. Thanks for staying all. around. Yeah, we've managed to pick our teams. Uh, just to refresh your mind, even though you probably heard this like five seconds ago, I've selected mm-hmm. a team full of fullbacks, locks, halfbacks, wingers, and props. And Harvey, your team consists of? The second rows, the five eights, the hookers, the centers, and of course, the coaches. Excellent. Which, you know, comes in handy when you have to pick a coach in these coach wars. That's right. And I, my coach, I've had to go out of a player in one of the positions that I've got. So you, <laughs> your team will be well coached, whereas mine, we, we're not so sure. No, so, so you've got to be relying on talent, talent yeah, really. Which, I'm, which uh, the team has stacks of, so it's, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> well, how, how let's shall start we do at this? the back. Let's start at the I back. I reckon just go through fullback, and I reckon whoever owns that position. So, for instance, you got yes. to pick from the fullbacks. Yes, you I get like to go it. first. I like Let it. Let me know who's your yeah. fullback. Well, my fullback is James Tedesco. So there interesting. You go. You're missing out on Tommy. Well, um, Tommy is definitely in the team. But oh, right. As, Spoilers. As, as I and New South Wales know, he's a very versatile player, uh, as, ah. as fullbacks tend to be, which is why they were the first position that I chose. So. Well, um, my fullback is traditionally a centre, okay. and that is Joey Marnie. Oh, yeah. Cool. You're not bad. Definitely does a job back there. He would easily compete with Teddy. In fact, he does at the Roosters, but yeah. Teddy edges him, so... Cool. Probably right. lost that one. <laughs> now let's name our wingers. Oh, I own that position as well, so I'll name you my do. wingers first. I've got my <laughs> like it's looking very New South Wales for me in the back line. My wingers are Josh Adokar and Brian Toto. So mm. yes. yeah. Well, I've got a Queensland flair in, in my wingers position with a, a centre traditionally Dane Gagai. Yep. Moving one spot over, does that at rep level anyway? Yep. It is proven. Then the other one coming back to New South Wales. Zach Lomax. Oh, I think yes. he can, he can go do a win. job out there. He's definitely a winger 
potentially. <laughs> I mean, he's definitely not a winger. He's definitely a centre. <laughs> but, but potentially. I reckon he's good under the high ball. And that, you know, that's one of the two things that wingers need to be able to do. It's be good mm. under the high ball and run really fast. So there you go. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, now let's name our centres, which is your position. So who have you got? <sighs> Tell you what I've done. Oh. <laughs> what, <have laughs> what I've done is I've, is I've not picked a centre in I my centres. Okay. Oh, that feels yeah. like a strange um, choice. Hmm. Well, I'm not going to change my mind now, but I've clearly forgotten about centres, despite picking two centres out of position for my fullback and my winger. Um, I've gone with Kurt Capewell uh, because I've got the second rowers and Jack Whiten because I've got the five eights. You oh own God. This. And Zach Lomax is a centre as well. Yeah. This is really bad. This is your, really your fullback and wingers are centres, but then your centres are a second rower and a fullback. Oh jeez! Oh God! Would you like? You're happy to keep going with this? You can. You can. Um, no, Capewell's being swapped out for Olam because I reckon he's genuinely yeah. one of the best centres. Yeah, fair. Oh uh, God, um, who else would be there? Um, <laughs> You know, Brad Parker's coming to mind, but I don't think he makes oh, the cut. Not. Uh, He's not even the best centre at Manly. For... I don't know. He's pretty good. Yeah, right. with Morgan Harper and Moses, Moses Suley is out the side because of him. But um, uh, uh, Stephen Crichton oh, yeah. comes in. Yeah, cool. <laughs> okay. Gosh. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so your team's looking a bit stronger now. There you go. There we go. Yeah, right. Capewell and White, and they've been canned. Yeah, Olam and Crichton, they're in. Nice. Well, I for my centres, I, I wasn't at all concerned about choosing centre as one of my positions in my team because I feel like it's the position that is most often filled in by players who are fullbacks, or like like second rowers and five or, eights, yeah, like I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I've got two fullbacks there. It's the. New South Wales dynamic duo of Latrell Mitchell and Tom Trebojevic. Ah, uh, gosh. It, my back five is uh, the New South Wales back five. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well. All you need is full backs and wingers and you got yourself a nice back five. Who's your 5'8"? Well, I'll tell you mine no, first because yeah. I've picked a 5'8". <laughs> yeah. That's your position. Or have you picked Have you picked a, have you picked a coach as 5'8"? No, no. Walker. Cody Walker. He Cody gets Walker. the nod. Yep. Yeah. He's nice. in there. Yeah, I'm not going to dispute that. He's indeed a 5'8". Oh, good. Uh, my 5'8", I, you know, I, I thought that I was just going to be choosing another halfback to be my 5'8", but I've actually mm. decided that the player that I want to be 5'8 is Nico Hines, who, as we know, wow. is a fullback. And yep. he will be a 5'8 in the future for the Sharks, <laughs> we're thinking. So I thought, let's get him in there early. But for now, he's a fullback, which fits my criteria, and he's going he's gonna to be a good 5'8 for my team. Yeah, gun. Good pick. Thank you. Now, it's, so who is your halfback? My halfback is Nathan Cleary because mm. why would I go for anybody else? Daily Cherry Evans, pretty good, pretty good. Pretty, I don't know if Daily would even be my second choice if I'm going to be completely wow. honest with you. Uh, well, my halfback is going to be Cam Munster. Yeah, right. Nice. Munster and Walker. That's a great halves combo, if That's you ask a, me. Yeah, yeah, nice. Not bad. Not bad at all. And in this podcast, there's only two people to ask. There's, one of them's me. Yeah. So, <laughs> 50% majority. Agree. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, should we name, should we finish off the spine before we get into the, the other forwards? And yeah, let's our, do it. Of course, it's my position. Your position. Um, Damien Cook. 
Yeah, nice. Well, best yeah, hooker in the game. You've decided he's the best. <laughs> you used to love Happy Coruscant, but for some reason you seem to have changed your tune. On oh, yeah, lots of reasons. Mm. Lots of reasons. Yeah. We're not nice. going to delve into them now because okay. we like to keep on the on the light side of the NRL. Nice. Who's your hooker? Well, I, I, I was thinking through all the halfbacks and thinking which one, one of them might make a good hooker. Um, I thought about I thought about putting Ben Hunt there, but I actually thought that might be a bit too disputed because oh. he's um, – I don't know if we can – I believe he's a hooker, but he believes he's a halfback. So I think it's already, <laughs> it's already so disputed that I okay. thought I'm going to leave him out of it. And sure. instead I've put – a man who I wanted to get in this team somewhere. I thought about putting him at fullback, but Teddy took this place. I thought about putting him at 5'8", but Hines took the spot. It's my man, Ryan Pappenhausen at hooker. Uh, okay. There you go. Interesting, yeah. yeah. I, I, I would have given you Ben Hunt. I don't think I would have disputed too hard. Yeah, I probably I, would have questioned it, but... I still prefer I'm having happy Pappenhausen, Pappenhausen there. there. I prefer it. Yeah. I prefer Good that. stuff. Thank you. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, Shall we do front row? Front rowers, which is me. Okay. This. I've got Payne Haas and I've got Dale Finucane, who actually we'd classify as a lock, but I've put him in the front row. So there you, you love Finucane. I, you, love, you're I do love Finucane. Oh, well, Fred, Freddie Fittler loves Finucane. He made him vice captain of New South Wales That's for true. game three. That's true. I've got nothing against him. I just don't think he's a front rower. I think he's a lock. But oh, for some reason, still, I, like, I keep putting him in the front row. You do, you do. Oh, I've gone for Angus Crichton. Yeah. Edge, edge back row, but yeah. spent some time in the middle, that's for sure. Nice. And my other prop is going to be Brandon Smith. Oh. <laughs> Hooker by trade. Yeah. Definitely can, you know, punch above his weight in the front row. Mm. Um, so looking maybe a bit, a bit light in the middle, but who's, who's going to complain running up against Brandon Smith? I mean... The opposition would, yeah, but not the teammates. Yeah, well, they're not running up against him. So no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I muddle my words and then try to fix it later on, and mm. it was very confusing. Yeah, um, but no, Crichton and Smith. Nice, happy with that. All right, second rowers. That this is your position. This is me, and I've gone for second rowers. Oh, good. I've gone good. for two very good second rowers. Nice. I've gone for Kikau and David Fafida. Oh yeah, that's good. That is good. Yeah. Undisputable. Those are the, yeah. David Fafida, a bench player nowadays, but, you know. Still got that impact. He does. He does. Yeah. Okay. He he wouldn't make my bench. I'd have him in the starting side. But who have you got? I've got, well, you know, the second position I chose was lock because I want, like fullbacks, I believe they're also one of the more versatile positions. And so I've got Cameron Murray and Victor Radley, two locks who are going to be playing in the second row for me. Yeah, nice, nice. Yep. Thank you. Can't argue with that. Cam Murray, no. especially. You could, yeah. I feel like you could put him anywhere, like yeah. in a side. Maybe not on the wing, but I, you could definitely oh, cover he'd it. He'd do centre. a job on the wing. He'd do a job he, at fullback. You're right. You're right. You're right. He would. He would. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, oh, now it's just for the lock before we name our yeah. coaches. Um, and my lock is Isaiah Yo. Okay. One of Lovely the best choice. locks in the game now. And. Lock is my position, so put him in there. Yeah, well, I've gone. This is going to be my third hooker who's made it into the forward pack. Yeah. Um, this is Josh Hodgson. Oh, um, interesting. Definitely think he can cover at lock. I like him. 
Yeah, you like him. That's good. That's that's two reasons <laughs> in the in the pro column, and I couldn't think of any cons. Um, so he's yeah. in. Nice. Well done. All right. Thank you. Well, now the final thing to name in our teams is the coach, which is your position. So obviously, which coach uh, are you yeah. going for? This is where my team gets the edge, and of course, it's the super coach Wayne Bennett. Oh, Wayne Bennett, not Craig Bellamy. I thought you were going to go for Craig, but okay, yep, Wayne. I think I think Wayne gets more out of a group of lads thrown together. Yeah, cool. Such as the Origin Arena last year, such yeah. as representative coach wars. Yeah, like this is a group of guys thrown here. together. Yeah, he. Yeah, that's you true. know these guys aren't going to have a eight week preseason where no. Bellamy's going to be able to rip into them and get them in line. <clears throat> no, Bennett's just going to come in, build the rapport, have a laugh. And it, that's that's why I've chosen Bennett. Yeah, Who nice. is your coach? Well, my coach, I had to choose a current player that predominantly plays in the fullback, in either fullback, lock, halfback, wing, or prop position. I've gone for a player who is predominantly a lock. In fact, he's pretty much only a lock. And he's a player that is just so passionate about everything he does, passionate about his team. And guess what? His brother's in the team. So I think there's a bit of a connection there. Jake Trebojevic is my coach. Love to see it. Yeah. Love it so much. <laughs> he's got oh, a coach. I'm so career. happy he's made it. He's, he's got, made it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, well, I considered putting him in my as my lock, but then I thought I've got Yo, I've got Radley, I've got Murray. Didn't really fit into my playing group, but mm. then then once it came time to name a coach, there, I knew there was a reason why I hadn't picked him, and that was the. Exact I, I think reason. I think you might even have the edge there over <laughs> Wayne Bennett. Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jake versus Wayne Bennett. It's a it's a coaching oh. battle of the ages. Well, that's it. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to see the results of these because yeah. I'm I sure think there I'm, are players that have missed out on different yeah. combinations. Yeah, Just quietly, um, I think I'm going to win, but good luck to you as well. Okay. Just, well, thank you. Thank you for the luck. I said Before just, just we quietly. Yeah. wrap up this segment, oh, my God, there's of a third Isaac clue coming your way. Okay. So we know that this player has scored one of their 40 career tries this year, yeah. they debuted at 18 years old. Yeah. And in 2020, they were sent to the bin for throwing punches. In 2020, they were sent to the bin for throwing punches. All right, here's your third Isaac clue. Um, the His only players... becoming clearer. The only players I can think of from last year who threw punches were in the Origin Arena, Payne Haas and Tino Fasua Malawi. I don't think Tino's scored 40 tries in his career. Has pain. He's still very young. And how many tries has he scored this year? Yeah, I'm going to go with Payne Haas. Not quite. <sighs> I mean, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, he wouldn't have scored 40 tries, this. would he? No. 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 Tough one. <sighs> I mean, that is a tough clue. That, that's the type of clue that I think if you – have a good recollection of those types of moments. You're able to narrow the field down a lot. Yeah. But if you can't, if you can only think of one instance, then yeah. tough clue. So tough clue. Hopefully, hopefully right. the next one paints the picture perfectly. The tag awards, the glitter, the glam, Everything that you could want in an award ceremony yeah. uh, in audio format coming to you from They Talk A Good Game. We've been going over our awards in previous episodes and we yes. have three more awards to hand 
not well, to hand to out. name to some, some nominees to start That's start getting you know, getting the excitement ready to start talking about That's who's it. in contention. Um, and we've You're got right. th- three more awards we're going to put forward this week. Thank you to everyone on the Instagram for suggesting new awards because we are using some of those. So the first award we're going to put forward nominations for today is the award for best character. We're talking off-field mm. personalities, people that are liked by the fans, people that are great in interviews, people that could be the next Matty Johns, for example. That type of vibe. That type of vibe. Um, Harvey, who's your who's your nominee for for best character? Well, for me, it's, a, it's someone that's clearly above the pack, but maybe that's just personal preference. As a lot of these mm. awards are, the hectic cheese, Brandon Smith. Yeah, I see him as one of the best characters in the game, yeah. and yeah, he's definitely got a role in the media lined up for him if he wants it post NRL career. Yeah, he's an absolute character. He's it's gonna it's gonna be tough. It's his award to lose, I think, this one. He's pretty yep. undisputedly every week. It could be the new Fletch and Hindy. It could be. Him and, Har- and him, and, him and Harry Grant, maybe might in, in <laughs> time it might be a bit of a Fletch and Hindy combo. <laughs> That'll be many, many years though, so we'll see. Um, oh. I'm going to put forward Toby Rudolph. From the Cronulla Sharks, yeah, who's also it. a massive character in post-game interviews. He says some rogue stuff, gets him in trouble a few sometimes, but overall, I think it's all a bit of fun, and he's just a great guy on the mic. So, two absolute legends on post-game interviews: Brandon Smith and Toby Rudolph. Yeah, you love to see it. Love to I'm see. I'm sure it. there are a lot more nominations out there. Absolutely. Um, let's talk another award, which is the best family. In the NRL, so it's could a big be one. Players could be players on the same team. Could be um, players on different teams. <laughs> Player coaches could be. Yes, that's that's something. Absolutely, yeah. Um, do you want to give your nomination first? Yep. Okay. Uh, well, I feel like I know which. I feel like I know which family you're going to put forward. So I'm almost tempted to already just go for something a, a bit different. Would I be correct okay. in suggesting that that is who you're going to go for? Uh, probably, yeah. Okay. Well, in that case, I'm going to go for the Brayleys, the Brayley family, Jaden and Blake. Both yep. have cemented starting number nine positions at their clubs, different clubs, and it's fitting. They just played each other on the weekend in the Brayley Cup, Knights v Cronulla. And they're yeah, two, two young guys that... You know, already Jaden was only just getting on his feet at the Sharks and then his brother came in to steal his jersey. So he said, I'll, I'll go off to Newcastle and now they're both starting number nines. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Brailies. Yeah, it's worked out well for them. Yeah, um, yeah two, two good players on the rise, still have a lot to give and, yeah, their families clearly produced some good footy players. Yes. Much like the Trebojevic's. Ah. Uh, and the reason I'm going to give them the nomination, other than I'm a big Manly fan, uh, obviously Tommy's been one of the players of the year. Jake has been ever reliable. But they've added Ben. We've got a third one. I know. <laughs> he hasn't played a lot this year, but he's definitely got some minutes. He's been impactful when he has got on the pitch. And he's still young. But, gosh, we've got a few years ahead of us, maybe five, six years when Burgesses. Tommy's still around. Yeah, and we're going to have three Trebojeviches who hopefully will never leave. Um, 
But I will give a shout out to a couple of other families as well who yeah. were in contention. We'll make sure uh, you nominate nominate these guys if you if you're listening. That's it. The the Morris boys. Yeah. Um, Brett and Josh. Yeah. Uh, you know, stalwarts of the game. It's a shame to see Brett go out the way he did this year. Obviously, but um, definitely. I think their, their dad played as well, or was it their uncle? Not sure, I but a great it, family. I think it was their dad. Um, and think. Yeah, we did the fathers v. sons team, and it was that's right, their dad, that's right, Steve. Of course. Yeah. Uh, and I'll, I'll give a shout-out to the Clearies as well, Ivan yeah. and Nathan taking yeah, that's another one to the top. That's you know? another big one. You can't ignore that. No. Um, yeah. You know, there's obviously, there's obviously Billy and Kevin. Billy walking around just Billy that's- and Kevin like that's that's all you had to say yeah there's also the Bromwich uh, the Bromwich boys who have for many years been a, a regular family in the NRL for the, the Safidi brothers up at Newcastle oh yes Safidi um, of course there there is a lot there knocking a around lot. there are um, a lot there's the Lay Lewis the Lay Lewis oh. the Tigers yeah. aren't you go. glad to have both of them in your side uh, both love both I definitely don't love one way more than the other. <laughs> I won't get you to name names. No. Um, shall we touch on our third award that we're gonna? Let's not just touch on it. Let's today. let's just let's uh, uh, let's get let's get straight <laughs> in. <laughs> not just let's do it. Okay. okay, we are going to be nominating our spines of the year. Yes. Um, nine halves and fullback. Obviously, and it's interesting one to pick out because there have been some clubs who traditionally have been very strong in the spine playmaking roles that have had a lot of turnover. Um, yeah. So I don't know if you've got a, a standout lock. Yeah, uh, my standout spine of the year would have to be the Storm, and it's not. It, they had a lot of t- they had a lot of turnover, but I've I've got to give like the. I'm really with this spine of the year award. If we were giving out little trophies or medals, you'd have to get six made because there are six members in the Melbourne storm spine. And that's partly of the reason why I'm giving it to them. I think any other team who had six players, you know, all sharing an equal part in a team's spine, it would be disruptive and it would be, it would just be, and the players would coming in would be of lesser quality, but Yep. Ryan Pappenhausen, Nico Hines, Cameron Munster, Jerome Hughes, Brandon Smith, and Harry Grant have been phenomenal this year. And I think, yeah, a six-man spine—it's—it's it's the the modern game, the way Bellamy is coaching it. Yeah, I think I think that was a good point as well. They've all got an equal share, an equal part to play in that. Yeah. Um, and and the way that the Storm operate, you know, someone like the Panthers who aren't my nomination, but they do have a great spine. But you can see a lot of it rests on. Uh, Nathan and perhaps Manly a victim to that as well with Tommy, obviously. Yes. But my spine, I think, it's got to be the Rabbitohs. Yeah. I think they've been really settled all year. Cook, again, proved his worth in the Origin Arena. Um, Cody Walker and Adam Reynolds were obviously very, very close to playing Origin again, and their combination is as good as ever. And Latrell Mitchell's just come into his own really at fullback. I think he's playing some of his best footy Um in a long time back there, yeah. sort of since he moved moved there. I think this has definitely been his best year. So yeah. I can't knock him. And if we include uh, the utility off the bench as part of the spine, then you'd even include Benji Marshall in that in that, in that that list as well. Oh, that's well. right. Yeah, to so get having, five medals made if, if these boys come in with the win. 
Yeah. Well, either way, we're going to get six made just in case the Storm take it out. <laughs> so there'll be one left over if the Rabbitohs win, which maybe you and I could could keep as a memento. <laughs> oh, I've always wanted a leftover award. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just, I, it would feel nice to have a little medal that says Spine of the Year. Spine of the Year. NRL 2021. <laughs> Yeah. Hang that up at Grandma's place. Oh, oh, uh, what, a, what an image! Um, uh, so those are those our three are, awards. Yep, those are our three awards. We'll be, putting, we'll be putting those categories up, and everyone will have the chance to nominate other players or other families right. or other groups of people to fit those awards. Harvey, um, it's time yeah. for the fourth Isaac Clue. That's it. And, you know, if you get this right, maybe I'll get you with a little award, mate. Um, <laughs> oh so we know that this player is scored one of their oh, – I scored one try this year out of their 40 career tries. Yeah. Um, they debuted at 18 years old. They were sent to the bin for throwing punches in 2020. Yeah. And Wikipedia has them listed at 5 foot 11 and 88 kilos. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, so hard. <laughs> Five foot eleven is below, probably below, or maybe about average height for a player. Five foot eleven. Five foot eleven and eighty-eight kilos. Eighty-eight, eighty-eight. That's pretty light for an NRL player. Light, forty try. Maybe they're a hooker. Maybe they're a hooker. <laughs> is five foot eleven short for an NRL player? Could be. Uh. One I think try. most athletes push above six foot, unless you're a low jumper or something. Mm. One try this year out of their 40. Um, and they got sent off for punching last year. Five foot 11. Oh. You got one more Isaac Clue to come in the outro. If yeah. You- Fail with this guess, so it's a tough one. I, I tell you what, it's oh, actually, yeah. Hmm, I don't know if he got sent off last year for punching, but could it possibly? No, he would have scored more tries this year. I was about to guess Nathan Cleary, but I think he would have scored more tries this year. Mm. I'm. Oh, this is so tricky. This it is, is tricky coming up with clues that you know. Okay, reveal a bit each time. I'm gonna go too easy from the go. Okay. Go, you know, 88. Me. No, no, he'd be much, he'd be heavier than 88. I was about to guess Josh Papali. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so hard. Um, oh, oh, 18. Oh, I've got to name someone. I've got to name someone. It's all right. Just wasting all our listeners' time. Andrew McCulloch. <laughs> it's not quite Andrew McCulloch. That was just a random guess. Well, yeah, near enough. All I right. did hurry you along with a, a brutal. Yeah, that um, was brutal. Comment. Brutal sledge. Sorry. All right. Well, one more, one more guess in the out. One more clue in the <laughs> outro. Hopefully, it all put pieces it all together. See you then. Yeah. <laughs> You've got your final Isaac clue coming yes, up. It is the end of the podcast, and you're either going to go a week without knowing, or you're going to no. guess correctly. Now I'll tell you either way. Yeah. Um, but your final Isaac clue is this player. No, wait, first we've got to go through all the clues you've given. Of course. Bit of a recap. First clue. Okay. 
This player scored one try this year out of their 40 career tries. Cool, and I guess James Tamo was incorrect. This player debuted at 18 years old. Who did I guess there? Hmm. Uh... <laughs> Did I guess? Somebody else. Uh, Victor Radley. Okay, yep. Victor Radley. And this player was sent for sent to the bin for throwing punches in 2020. Yep, I said Payne Huss. Not quite, especially uh, with your fourth clue of being listed at 5 foot 11 and 88 kilos and in, I uh, said in, Andrew, in Wikipedia. And I said Andrew McCulloch. And your final Isaac clue, yeah. which will narrow it down. Okay. Significantly, okay. is this player plays for the Tigers. <sighs> The Tigers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and they debuted at 18. Debuted at 18. Scored one try this year and they've scored 40 career tries. Could it be? They were thrown to the bin last year in 2020 throwing for throwing punches. punches. They're 5 foot 11. Five 88 foot 11. kilos. Think it all through. Main person. Okay, so this is until I say it's my official guess, it's not my official guess. Okay? Yeah, until you lock it in. I'm thinking out loud. names out there. I'm thinking out yeah. loud. Uh Someone immediately comes to mind is Luke Brooks. Seems to fit the height and weight categories. Moses Mbai also seems to fit those height and weight categories. I don't think Moses would be throwing punches, whereas I could see Brooks throwing a punch. I could see it. Uh, do we have anyone else that would fit this bill? Jake Little definitely hasn't scored 40 tries. Um, Dewey's too tall. Um, I get a feeling it's a spine player with that with that height and weight scenario. One try this year. Yeah, Brooks hasn't been scoring many this year. Yep, I'm going to go with Luke Brooks. You're locking it in? I'm locking it in. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. He's correct. Got it. Got it. Nails it with the final clue. Oh, wow. What a feeling. All over the shop. That's what I, those... I got it right on the last clue last time. When Last time it was my turn to guess That's as well. It. You just need that final clue. You need all the pieces. I need all the pieces. That's it. Uh, what a great happy. podcast. We've, we've covered a, a lot point. of ground. Yep. Tag Awards. I'm getting really hyped about these. They're not far away. Not End far of away. season yep. um, is approaching. Yeah, only a few rounds to go, and then we're in the finals. Top eight race Ooh. is on. Finals, very exciting. Well, we look forward to all of it. Harvey, another splendid episode from you. Another splendid episode from you, Lockie. Ah, oh, shucks, you're just saying that because I said it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Well, bye bye, everybody. Bye bye. <laughs>
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.